Clockwise is brought to you by Boom 2 by Global Delight, a pro audio app for the Mac that offers a system-wide volume booster, advanced equalizer control and presets, amazing audio effects, and much more. This indispensable app was built from scratch and is designed for Yosemite. Boom 2 is tailored to calibrate itself to suit your Mac, as no two are the same. With personalized and customized sound to suit any occasion, it also gives you the power to fine-tune and control every single element of audio coming out of your Mac. Spotify, Netflix, YouTube, iTunes, and every other service out there is about to sound a whole lot better, and an earlier version of Boom won the Macworld Best of Show Award in 2011. You can try Boom 2 free for seven days, and if you'd like to buy a copy, then get 20% off using the coupon code CLOCKWISE. This coupon is valid throughout December. To download your free trial or to buy, go to bit.ly.com slash clockwiseboom. It's time for episode 65 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, December 3rd, 2014. Clockwise, four guests, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast that's simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I'm your co-host, Dan Morin, and joining me across the country, as always, is my fellow co-host, Jason Snell. Hi, Dan. I'm simply having a wonderful Christmas time. You know, I heard that song on the radio the other day and, and had no recollection of ever having heard it before, which is probably for the best. Uh, that's your brain trying to erase the trauma. My, my brain is trying to help me, yeah, as it, it always does. It always, Dan? Well, nine times out of ten. Anyway, this is Clockwise, the uh, podcast where we only take up 30 minutes of your day and we talk about four different technology topics. And we have two wonderful guests to join us. Dan, would you like to introduce our first guest? I would be delighted. We are joined by a fellow Macworld alum and IDG refugee, Sholly McFarland. Hi, Sholly. Hello. Welcome to the show. Coming to you from beautiful Portland, Oregon. I hear it is lovely there. I've never been, but it's on my list. Uh, Portland, Oregon is is a, an interesting destination. Maybe uh, not as interesting as our next guest, our other guest. <laughs> it, he is he is in Slovenia. That is true. In yeah. are, are are you in Ljubljana or are you in some other city that we don't know because we only oh, know no, it's uh, it's Ljubljana. Okay. And that was a proper pronunciation of that because that's a tough one to Nailed pronounce it. for you guys. Andrzej Tomic <laughs> is his name. Hello. Hello. You you may uh, you do an excellent uh, English language podcast called uh, Storming uh, Mortal, and also uh, you write about and podcast about technology uh, in Slovenia. Correct. Correct. All yes, right. I run a whole podcast network. Excellent. So, I can't yeah. listen to it though because I don't speak. Slovenia. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dan. Uh, uh, to refresh people, we are going to go around in a circle, and each of us has brought a technology topic that we think is worth discussing. We'll spend just five minutes on each topic. And since I am this week's designated overlord for life, I get to go first. Uh, and my topic is automation. Uh, computers are great at automating things, or so I hear. As much as I want to love using Automator and AppleScript to do these, like automate these repetitive tasks and save me time, I find that most of the time when I try to do that, I end up spending way too much time researching how to do something. Then I end up with a half working solution and then I just get frustrated, give up and go back to doing it by hand. So my question for you guys is, are there tasks that you have automated and have found really valuable or are you like me sometimes a little frustrated with the lack of easy to use automation? Shali, how about you? 
I, I'll put in a plug for a book that I edited, which is Take Control of Automating Your Mac, written by our beloved Joe Kissel, um, which does go through how to do all sorts of things if people are interested. Um, but I will admit that although I edited that great book and um, so many articles I can't even count about automator um, workflows and all sorts of stuff, I don't use much automation. And I think for me, part of it is I don't really do tasks that are annoying enough or repetitive enough that I've found that it's worth putting in the time. Um, but if I did, I think I would, because it's it's not really that difficult to make yourself a quick little macro um, to solve a problem. I just yeah. have no problems. Apparently, I need. Wow. Apparently, I need that book. Impressive. It's a good. It's a good book. It is a good book. The uh, I I am a, a believer in automation, but I feel like there's a cost benefit analysis that. Um, you know, Dan, maybe you maybe you despair. Maybe you're maybe you are not. Uh, you're giving, I'm giving up, up too easy. You are giving up a little too easy. Because here's the thing, I I think if you do the analysis and find that this is something that you do regularly, it's a task that you do frequently. It's almost always better to automate it than to not, and to put in that time. That time will be paid back. Now, I'll grant you if you if you look into the problem and discover that it's completely uh, difficult to solve, and you're not going to be able to do it without days of work, then that would then you'd be like, okay, well, forget it. But like an example, and I, Dan, I know you avail yourself of this. Is I built I built a, an automator action to upload to resize and upload images to sixcolors.com because I got tired of resizing them all manually and uploading them all manually. And yeah, that took me an afternoon. But now every single time I need to upload an image, I right click and choose a menu command and it resizes and uploads the image. And it's great. Jason, approximately 97% of the automation I use was created by was you. Was created by me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and, and you've got to, yeah, you've got to be comfortable in Automator or AppleScript, but, uh, or, or some other macro language or, or, you know, but, but something like uh, Text Expander is an example of this too. Something like Keyboard Maestro is an example of this. So there are lots of, other tools out there, but I am a big believer in, in eliminating repetitive tasks. Once I do the same task like five or six times, I'm like, I need to do, I need to simplify this because why am, why am I a human doing this when my, my computer should be able to do this for me? So I'm a, I'm a believer in it, but you always have to do that analysis. If it's a, a one-off or it's really simple, then maybe not. Anjay? Yeah, I never got past the text expander stuff. I use a PC version, which is called uh, Phrase Express. And I do use that a lot because I'm, I'm an online editor for a magazine over here, and I, I like just I dive without it basically. But I'm more like Dan with all of the other stuff. I just wouldn't bother like throwing away an afternoon to you know do something that would automatically resize my picture. So it's like I don't know. I just I get I, I give up too easy. I guess. Which is I believe what my last employee review said. So <laughs> <laughs> that's my topic, Shali. What do you have for us today? Well, in honor of Cyber Monday and Black Friday and the onslaught of shopping that's begun, I thought it would be good to talk about what kind of tech gifts that you guys want or that you're planning to give or that you've seen and you think um, people should know about. Well, I'm going to cheat 
a little bit and say that uh, what I'm really liking is the fact that technology, not only do I like to buy things on the internet, and yay technology for that, but I, I love the ability to generate stuff like products on demand. So I'm doing a lot of that this holiday season as I'm generating custom holiday cards. And I ordered a bunch of stuff from Zazzle.com. I, I have some like custom hats and some custom like door hangers and some uh, custom t-shirts and all of these different things that I'm doing that are all like uh, stuff that you can, uh, you don't have to have a designer, you don't have to work with a, uh, a printer, you just upload the stuff to a website somewhere and somebody like just makes them for you, puts them in a box and sends them to you. And I think that's a really great innovation that I can make customized things for the people I know and instead of just uh, kind of taking what's on the shelf. So that's my that's my cheating way of saying I love I love using technology to make custom gifts. Um, and that and that's pretty much all in terms of I, I'm not planning on getting any technology. I have too much already or uh, or, or giving any uh, technology right now. Although every time Christmas rolls around, my son uh, wants another radio controlled something or other that inevitably breaks after we play with it for about two hours, you know, helicopters or whatever, where it's like, this is awesome. And now it's done. So that's my, uh, that's, that's, that's what I'm doing this, this season. Yeah. Well, over here it's kind of different because the only way we can get like Cyber Monday is basically just present on the UK Amazon store and then the German Amazon store. So I just like, I, I just load that page constantly. That's what I've been doing for the last week. And the thing that like I was waiting for and it actually happened, that Blue had a like a really big sale, so you could get a Yeti or a Snowball mic. And for my podcast night, where we basically bought a couple of Yetis and a couple of Snowballs, and there's like a, this, so honestly, because it's it's I know this is weird, but it's really different for us because like we I just can't go to Amazon.com and buy something. Right. I need to go to the UK store and then check if they ship to Slovenia. Uh. And if they don't, then I check the German Amazon store and then check if they ship to Slovenia. So there's like a couple of steps in there that I like really need to take into account when I do any kind of like electronics browsing and stuff. But yeah, that like the, the blue sales are like that. That's my sort of recommendation if you want to call it that, because I still think the Yeti is an awesome mic. So, you know, if you can get it, like over here, I think there was like, it was like almost 40% off, which is insane when you count in the shipping. So, yeah, it was almost the same price as you guys get it in America, which is always a win. I, I don't know if I have any electronics on my wish list this year, which is unusual. I think maybe I'm trying to bank it towards an Apple Watch because that may come out around my birthday. So maybe like that can like put that together and, and group it into one. And I, and I don't tend to buy technology products for Christmas for other people. It tends to be smaller stuff. Um, that said, I am uh, convincing a friend to buy an iPad. So I consider that kind of a win because um, she's she's switching for well she's a windows user and has an android phone so i think like you know buying her an ipad or getting her to buy an ipad is a is a good a movement in the right direction <laughs> you know one step the at a time way hardware exactly exactly i i sat her down and made her play some monument valley the other day and that really uh <laughs> also she listens to this podcast so she's gonna know i'm talking about her um so i haven't gotten any really good i think my favorite the one thing i was sitting there and it was on sale on amazon the other day and this is only loosely a piece of tech but it's a uh uh, an automated tea maker 
that actually has a little basket that like lowers the tea oh, into man. the hot water. Oh. I was so excited. It was down. It's usually it's a Breville. It's like two fifty, and it was down to two hundred. And I was like, should I buy this? And I, I want like, that. I don't need. <laughs> I want that it. so badly. And I it's so bad. totally it's, um, ridiculous, but I yeah. want it so badly. It's it's been on my wish list for years. Yeah, that sounds like a novelty gift. That yeah. doesn't sound. Like I would it. use it every day yeah, until too. it broke. Like two weeks in, like Jason's son's toys. <laughs> Oh my but god, Dan! I, I, now I, you mentioned that, I'm going to be thinking about that, that for the next month. Of like, should I get that? Should I get that? Should I get that? But it's I'll, totally I'll ridiculous. S- but I'll, yet. Send you, I'll send you a link. It's great. Well, I've, I've got a couple of things that I want to talk about. Right. One that I found last night that I'm actually kind of super excited about. I had had this idea and was trying to figure out how could I start the company that would make this, and it, now it exists. <laughs> and it's called Tile. Have you guys heard about this? It's a Bluetooth-enabled tag that you can attach oh, yeah. to anything, your keys, your purse, your kid's coat, your kid's backpack, your kid, whatever. <laughs> um, it looks like a key fob, but it also has a sticky. You can stick it to stuff. Um, and then you can, you with that on it, um, you can track objects using an iPhone or an Android app. Um, you can even, the tag will even ring if you send a signal to it. <clears throat> so... That's awesome. You could put it on reading glasses if you had reading glasses that you were always losing. Um, It's not super cheap, of course, because that's how it goes. The app is free, but you pay for the tiles. Um, So if you got four, they're $17.50 a piece. It adds up. If you get 12, they're $15 each. So suddenly it's $180. But the concept, I'm super jazzed about. There was a Slovene company that did a Kickstarter for like the exact same product. And I think they got funded because I actually tested one. It's just called Chipolo. It's a, uh, and this one's kind of round. It really looks like a keychain thing, but yeah, it's the same thing. It beeps and then uh, it'll show you in the app the last location where uh, uh, you basically forgot <laughs> the thing that it's attached to. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a pretty awesome concept, yeah. Um, I also have one that's kind of out there, but if you're looking for something like this, I think it's pretty exciting. Um, I have a kid who's obsessed with Minecraft, and he really wants to make mods, but we haven't been able to find classes that teach kids that. Um, they have just started to appear, but there really aren't that many, at least where we are. And um, there is an online course by a group called Youth Digital. It's called Mod Design One, Learn Java with Minecraft. And uh, the, the videos are very funny. And um, it, you, you buy basically like a subscription, and then you have 12-month access to online support, interactive lessons, quizzes, challenges, all that kind of stuff. You can even earn points to unlock bonus code so you can upgrade your mod. Um, and for Christmas, they've got it so you can buy a boxed version of this. So basically, I assume it's got your code inside of it. But it also comes with a Minecraft poster and stickers. And um, I think that's kind of an awesome Christmas present. It's uh, Youth Digital. So it's youthdigital.com. And it is $250. But if you consider how much a class costs, I think that's that's not too bad. Uh, here's my topic. 
Uh, I was thinking about services. Uh, Sholly was talking about products that you can buy, and I, I was thinking about we think we talk a lot about physical objects or maybe buying software. And I was thinking about services, and and this is going to be painful probably for Ange because it's 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 <laughs> like he's just going to say I worry that he's going to say well there's literally nothing available in Slovenia and that's the end of it. <laughs> well, okay, in, well, in, well, in which case we'll have a short <laughs> show, but you can you can we can maybe complain about that a little bit. Um, but is there is there a, a particular internet service you would highlight that you really enjoy paying for something that is not providing you with anything tangible in terms of hardware or even software, but just a service. Uh, Andre, uh, are any services available in Slovenia? <laughs> you actually stole, like, I wanted that, like, a version of that to be one of like, one oh. my topic. Because the thing is, I actually signed up for Marvel Unlimited because you wrote about it. Oh, yeah? And, I, and then I kept, like, I kept thinking, okay, so it's 75 cents for the month because I, I used that promo code you had on your site, right? Right. And then I figured, okay, the next month then's gonna that's gonna be ten bucks, right? And I'm already paying for Netflix, which I get because I use a service that makes Netflix think I'm an American, which you right. know, fi- that's fine. That's another good service. <laughs> yeah, that, VPN <laughs> services, DNS services. Yeah, so Excellent. I pay for that, Netflix, and now Marvel Unlimited, and uh, we all already have like Deezer and Audio and Google Music just right. uh, launched a couple of months ago, so. Yeah, like those are the ones I'd actually, I, I do love Netflix because, you know, Star Trek and uh, to the Twilight Zone, yeah. done. Like that's <laughs> that's it. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I listen, the, the music I listen to is like, I don't know. I have a favorite radio station that I used to work at here. So that's all my new music needs covered basically. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's getting better over here. I'll tell you that. Like, And that's, that's what my question was going to be like, how do you guys choose? Because it adds up, right? I mean, at oh, yeah. some point, you're paying yeah. like a hundred yeah. bucks for all of this stuff. Like, the, you need to have like that talk where you're like, okay, just pros and cons of this one, and mm-hmm. then make yeah. a list. Or, or I don't know, man. Yeah, I think it's uh, you, that is a good point. It does start to add up, especially like me. You subscribe to a bunch of different uh, services. So, for example, I have Netflix. I have Amazon Prime. I have Hulu Plus. <laughs> oh, and you put all those things together. <laughs> but th- that said, I don't pay for cable television. So I'm probably still saving money in the long term by not having a cable TV subscription. So even if I'm paying, you know, all those things together, probably are like, what, 10 bucks a month each? Um, I'm paying, you know, $30 a month for something and getting, you know, the vast majority of my video content rather than paying whatever I'm supposed to be paying for cable content. So I'd say Hulu Plus is among my favorites. I, I think it really is. It's a service that I think still shows a lot of promise. It's gotten better and better in terms of the content available. It's still not perfect because they're really hampered by the content providers and their licensing agreements. Um, but I think it's improved a lot. Um, it is the one sadness of it is that it's still ad supported, even if you pay for it, which is a little, <laughs> yeah. which is a little eye rolling. Um, but again, I think that it's it's all the sort of old guard companies being i think a little bit too scared to take that plunge to the next generation i'm very interested to see if that changes when hbo rolls out its own service next year it starts offering hbo go on its own i'm interested to see how that blows back on the rest of the industry and whether they decide they need to make some changes um, but i do i do enjoy using hulu plus and being able to watch tv shows the next day like the Flash, which Jason tried to spoil for me today. Yep. So I'm just throwing that out there. I was thinking about this, and I think really Amazon Prime is probably one of my go-to services that I would recommend. And it's also a good Christmas present. Um, you know, just when it was only the free two-day shipping, that was a big deal because it made um, internet <laughs> shopping a 
a real contender with actually schlepping out to the store. But now that it's got the free TV and movie streaming, we actually use that a lot. We dropped Hulu and we just have Netflix and Amazon Prime. Uh, and then I don't use the photo streaming. I don't use this photo storage or the Kindle books. So there's all this other stuff I don't even use. But just the streaming and the two-day shipping for me makes that $99 a year really worth it. And also that you can share it. So it's, it's officially on my husband's account, but they make it so that it's on my account too. That is also thoughtful. So I, I get a lot out of Amazon Prime. I, I Anjay stole my point just like I stole his point. So that's fair. <laughs> uh, I was going to mention Marvel Unlimited, which I did write about on Six Colors. And I, I, uh, I think it's a great deal. And that's why I really enjoy paying for it. I also fret about music streaming services and about whether I should really be paying for Netflix on top of Amazon Prime and uh, all of those things in iTunes Match that I'm also paying oh, for. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I. I, I keep thinking about all of that, but the one that I, I have no problem with is Marvel Unlimited, and I did write about it. Basically, it is $70 a year or $10 a month, but it's a great deal at $70 a year. And comic books, new comic books are so expensive. Buying comic oh, books, yeah. even old comic books, is so expensive. Like Or digital uh, comic books, three, even. Yeah, even the digital comic books are 3 or $4 each. Uh, older issues, they'll discount them to $2 each. But it's still, uh, to tell a whole story, You know, sometimes those story arcs, it's like 50 bucks worth of comics. And I find that a couple of weekends, a couple of rainy weekends spent on uh, my iPad reading some uh, Marvel series pays for the service. And, and it means that I'm buying fewer new comics from Marvel, but I'm getting to dive into the catalog. So that's one I actually, I just think it's a great deal. I think even now at $70 a year, great deal. So I enjoy paying for that one. I fret about all the rest, but that one I don't. <laughs> Anjay, what's your topic? Okay, yeah, so... When the last week, like I said, I spent most of it on Amazon, just refreshing the site to see if I could buy anything. <laughs> and the Amazon Basics products kept showing up, right? They had deals on them. So I'm just, I, my thing is like, do you guys always buy, you know, the, the Apple cable or do you ever go for like the off-brand stuff or just the anonymous stuff? And I guess there's this in-between sort of area where Amazon Basics and Monoprice comes in. But uh, we don't, like, I can't get Monoprice stuff, which is kind of sad and I get angry every time. But, like, how do you guys buy all of those peripherals, you know, the small techie stuff? Uh, I, I've actually start. I've bought a couple Amazon basics things. I bought a couple HDMI cables from them actually, and they're really good. I've had no problems with them. I also bought a cool little, uh, case, um, that's basically for storing a bunch of odds and end cables, um, like a little zippered hard shell case, which is really cool as well. I think that Amazon's really identified a smart niche there, which is you, there are so many of these types of cables and things out there. Um, so many of them are crappy quality, even if they're yep. really cheap. Um, and Amazon's been smart enough to realize, look, we can make still make a good margin, undercut everybody else, and provide a product that has a brand name that people will trust. Uh, and they, so far in the experience I've had, they seem to deliver on all of those fronts. It's cheap, it's uh, effective, and it's so far reliable. So I have to say, I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of Amazon Basic stuff. It's not quite as cut rate as you can you can definitely find cheaper stuff, but I'm not sure that you can find a better value. Yeah, I guess I would agree with that. I like how organized it is. So, um, you know, just just the layout of the Amazon Basics page where you have all the different categories of, of things to the left. I appreciate how much easier that makes it to find things instead of just sort of doing a random search. Um, I haven't had any problems with the quality of products from it. So um, I would have to give it a thumbs up, too. 
Uh, I'm going to endorse Monoprice. Uh, I, I also have some Amazon basic stuff. It is a great idea. Um, accessory to simplify the accessories thing and, and um, Amazon gets to make some money, but they're also pretty simple and they're in nice packages that are easy to open, which is really nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I use Monoprice for uh, most of the cables I buy. When I buy Ethernet cables, I generally go through Monoprice. The prices are good. The quality of the stuff is is absolutely fine. They, the, you know, there was actually a really great, uh, I think, NPR story about, about Monoprice uh, last week that uh, I saw a link to on Twitter from our former colleague Roman Loyola about how that you know this company this is what they're what they're there for is to is to find ways that they can still make good products but uh, cut the margins and undercut the the bigger margins of the of some of the other players so all my Ethernet cables HDMI cables even power cables actually I go through Monoprice they, it's a really uh, I, I endorse their stuff I, I've never been dissatisfied and they have great deals so it doesn't feel cheap to me I feel like in the end in most cases this isn't always true but in most cases a cable is a cable unless it's like totally shoddily constructed and falling apart but generally it's like a well-made cable is a well-made cable and then they're just different markups and monoprice i feel like i'm always going to get something that's well made but it's going to be as cheap as possible and that's a pretty good deal so i love them i'm sorry they don't ship to slovenia yeah, well, maybe they do, but then the shipping would be just ridiculous. <laughs> That's right. So wipe out the entire, you might as well yeah, just give it yeah. up. Yeah. Because I use this site called Deal Extreme. I don't know if you guys know it. It's like this, well, I guess it's a, like a Chinese site because everything gets shipped from China, but the shipping's free. So uh, until I, like, I just buy, like usually throw a bunch of stuff into the same package. So uh, as long as I'm under like 21 euros, uh, it doesn't go through customs. Like I don't have to pay tax and stuff. But it takes like a month to get here. <laughs> like it's like it's, it's like a it's like giving a gift to yourself because you order stuff and then so much time passes, right? That you forget that you actually ordered it, and then you just get this package. You're like what what the, what's this? And then you remember, oh right, those are those earbuds I bought. <laughs> it's like you know, yeah, it's it's so weird. But like everybody here uses that. Like at least the people I know. Like and we usually, we usually buy stuff together, so we get under those uh-huh. 20, 20 euros basically. Yeah. But yeah, Deal Extreme is like dx.com, but it's, it's like a nugly page and most of the stuff there is like really, you know, it's one of those sites where you can get like a phone shaped like a shoe. Right? It's, like, it's, like, <laughs> it's one of those things. But like there are quality products in there and this they like, uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago, um, like users can review the stuff they bought and they actually post like YouTube videos of what they actually got in the package because it, like it it used to be that the pictures uh, like showed one thing and then when you order you got something completely different <laughs> but now like you have those reviews so if you go buy those I've actually bought a couple of cables and uh, some uh, earpods and they're, they're actually fine <laughs> like but I, I I think the chances of it being crappier than if I would just buy Amazon Basics is much greater. Mm. So I'm like, I think you guys convinced me. I'm going to give Amazon Basics a try. All right, Dan, I think we've run out of topics. Oh, we have one topic left. (gasps) Our bonus topic. It's an extra topic. It's non-technical related, unless you want to make it such. Uh, as we alluded at the beginning of the show, it is the holiday season uh, is upon us. Now that in the U.S. Um, Thanksgiving has ended, that breaks the moratorium on Christmas carols and Christmas decorations, yep. which some people might have jumped the gun on a little bit. But So I was curious to know if you guys had a particularly favorite holiday-themed song. Uh, Sholly, do you have a favorite holiday song, Christmas carol other or otherwise? Oh my, we have hundreds, 
and hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of Christmas songs. We ha- used to have an entire iPod that was dedicated to the Christmas music. <laughs> and wow. now it, uh, we have our new Sonos system. So now everything is streaming through there. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> you know, I have a favorite, favorite Christmas album, but I'm not going to get the title right. So it's just so unfair to those who would be dying to go get it right away. But it's a, I think it's Christmas in Appalachia is what it is. I like the bluegrass Christmas vibe. So we have many nice. variations on that, as well as the classics. All right. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with a classic. I, I love, there's a lot of modern uh, Christmas uh, stuff by bands I like that's fun, but I'm going to go with a classic and say uh, the Christmas song oh, as recorded by Nat. Is this a draft? Oh, you, you took my exact answer. As sung by Nat King Cole, uh, you know, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, et cetera, et cetera. What a wonderful song that is. So much so that Dan wishes he had picked it. <laughs> <laughs> Anjay? Well, you see, I'm trying to like think of like uh, American or at least English Christmas songs, and I just can't think of any. Although I, I, I will say this: that we have the probably the same amount of like Christmas songs, and they're all pretty much the same level of annoying. To give me. us, a, give <laughs> us a Slovenian Christmas song. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I won't sing it, but uh, there's one that's called uh, uh, "Snežinka Kipada," which is basically. Uh, the snowflake that's falling I guess that's the literal translation but like a falling snowflake that's the title of it so that's like a really cheesy Christmas song but it's the only one when I hear it it actually makes me think of Christmas all of the other ones make me think of like malls with Christmas decorations (laughs) that's the one that actually makes me think of Christmas so I I hope that's a good enough answer that's good that's great perfect uh, since Jason snaked my answer, uh-huh. uh, I am going to say that I am a particularly big fan. Um, the Boston Pops here in Boston records a Christmas album many years. Um, they do a concerts every year. And I will say if you have not heard their particular version of the 12 Days of Christmas, it is quite funny. And I recommend you go look it up. I think you can grab it online, or at least I think it looks like it's on YouTube. But you might be able to grab an MP3 somewhere, too. So go check that out if you haven't heard it. It's very funny. And that's uh that's our bonus topic, Jason. That's all we have time for. Wow, it's been a good half hour. I I think we it's it's a value, thirty minutes. <laughs> Andre Tomic, thank you so much for being on and and bringing the Slovenian perspective to our podcast, which is a first <laughs> for us. Yeah, that's what I do basically. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank thank you guys for having me on. This was an absolute pleasure. So yes, and Shali McFarland, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's great talking with you guys. And Dan, Dan, that's it. We're that's done. it. That's the end. Until next week. Somebody should sing a Christmas song now. Not me. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Hey, Dan. Yes, sir. Simply having a wonderful (laughs) Christmas time. You're on the naughty list, Jason. (laughs) And we remind everyone out there, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Simply (laughs) having a wonderful Christmas time.